Black, Educated, and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials in the Black culture. All right, welcome, welcome back. Mike B said, welcome back to me. <laughs> yeah, we had to go back Man. and edit. Y'all ain't gonna hear that part, though. It's, it's, it's been, it has been a, a couple of weeks. I've been on a little bit of sabbatical with some things that I had needed to take care of in that, life. That man was on the road like a stand-up. That man was, been on the road. Every week. From <laughs> the last week of September till last weekend, I was on the road, really. Uh, but it's been great. Um, I did miss my team. I miss you guys very, very much. I see that y'all was holding it down, which yeah, I never had a doubt in my mind. I know who I'm working with. I had to sit in the big chair. Hey, it's, it's, it's hot as hell. You. It's hot as hell over here. I like it's, the shade on the other side. I see why you be sweating. Lights yeah, you on got, you. You gotta you gotta sit in the chair and kind of relax in it. Man, Otherwise, you got to hit hey, all these the damn cookie. buttons and stuff. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, what the hell is this? Nah, I'm tired. You got it. But come back to work, please, Trey. All come right, on. I'll be back. I will be back. Uh, we got Mike P in the building. Yeah. Man. If, if you've been listening to Black Educated and Broke for any extended period of time, then you know this guy here came through with sports knowledge, all the game knowledge behind the scenes, and has this very own uh, platform where he has anybody and everybody you can think of when it comes to sports. Um, he's definitely, like, yeah, we have our resident comedian, like, he's our, our resident uh, uh, sportscaster. He's, he's like our Booger McFarlane. <laughs> if you will, <laughs> he, he, he better than Booger. He better than yeah, Booger. yeah. I, I, I give you that for sure. But any any black sportscaster that you see on TV, it's it's my man Mike P right here, man. I'm so glad to have you in here because he never leads us astray. He knows what he's talking about. He's just not talking just for the sake of talking about sports. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. Some people get tunnel vision or blinded by their sports teams and think that, you know, they are God's gift and, like, they can't do no wrong. No, the Chiefs. But not Mike. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> We're going to talk about them. We'll get into that. My bad. Mike My bad. P, <laughs> welcome back, big dog. How you doing, man? Going great, man. Thanks for uh, bringing me back, man. It's been a minute. It's been no a problem. minute, man. It's been, we we been bouncing around, and uh, we are. Uh, and this thing about been bouncing around, but still here. Exactly. Still here, <laughs> Mike. You know how many people uh, when I met you, I met you. It's funny. Virtually uh, during the shutdown time of uh, the pandemic, a lot of members of the National Association of Black Journalists, me, Q, and Randy are all members. Uh, but we met through there just got to networking with a lot of people on Twitter they say whatever everybody on TikTok but we still Twitter still <laughs> bouncing I don't give a damn yeah, what nobody yeah, say well, but listen. met Mike on there's a group of individuals uh, black men and black women and when I say talking about sports just the knowledge of sports reached out to a few of you all had great conversations just end up connecting with, with Mike P because I'm Mike B and, and, and the rest is history and this man is a killer we're going to talk about it but his show touring the AFC South he gonna talk about it but make sure you subscribe to that on your favorite podcast platform alright we just gotta get into it it's, it's week 7 it's week 7 in the NFL baby it's week 7 in the NFL we're not talking college football we're not the NBA trying to get started I always hate the NBA trying to overshadow college football and the NFL but not today we're talking week 7 <laughs> what the hell going on Mike well uh 
it's a lot of uh, three and three teams that's going on right now. I mean, it seems like, you know, you can't really get one team to show up one week and then next week another team will show up. But I will say this. Go New York is definitely standing up right now. Though. New York who? <laughs> New York? New York. Yo, yeah. they are. Both Which teams. ones? Both teams. Both, Both of them. looking good. Both wow. of them. Jets and the Giants. The Jets? The, the, yeah. the Jets are four and two. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And the Giants <laughs> is running over anybody in front of them, boy. Hey, you might as well call them the Saquon Barkleys. The New exactly. York Saquon Barkleys. Because Saquon Barkley is the offense. Because you can't name three of their wide receivers right now. Nah. You can't. <laughs> it's surprising. It's like the teams that we used to seeing lose are actually winning this year. Like it's yeah. it's definitely been a different start to the season, which is refreshing because those teams can kind of get forgotten. Or you be like, oh, they playing who? Oh, I ain't worried about that. Okay. But now you tuned in. You like, okay, listen, they playing this team. All right, they lost last week, but this team usually loses, and they've been playing really well. Let's see how they bounce back. It's been some good football. All right, but y'all definitely, talking about definitely. the Giants. I got to ask, okay, now, Saquon Barkley, what, what was it last season or season before last he went down? With uh, what did, did he tear the ACL? Year. That was last season. What did he? No, that was uh, was it last year? No, I don't think it was. He's been last. injured was so much. The last two He's seasons, like he took a, he, yeah. he went down for the whole season. I think the season before last, and then last season, I I think he was just up and down. Not to say Quan Barkley, we know uh, right. when the Giants first drafted, but like y'all y'all said, receivers. Like I didn't even know the Giants had receivers. I thought he was the receiver, the running back, the tight end. The hell, do he run punts back? Yeah. Well, he made they it as well. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, uh, you've got also, you've got, I mean, and then you paid all that money to Kenny Galladay, and he's just uh, beefing with the coach and not even getting on the field. He's not wow. even the fourth wide receiver Jeez on the team. <laughs> we ain't yeah. on the receiver. You've got Richie him. James. Plaxico yeah, Burris, and uh, uh, what was my Hispanic buddy name? Uh, so, Victor Cruz. Yes, Victor Cruz. That's the last time I heard. Also, man, you talking about are your receivers up in New York? Oh, shoot, you said Victor Cruz, Plaxico. What was a mighty tumor up there? A mighty? Yes, he was. <laughs> OBJ for a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to give it to him. Yeah, I mean, still one of the greatest catches of all time. So, Listen, you know. all right, let's talk about Saquon. Like right now, he is six hundred and sixteen yards NFL 100, on one hundred nineteen rushes, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. and right now averaging five point two yards a carry. What does that rank That's him crazy. in the NFL right now? Oh, he's at the top right now. Nice. He's definitely at the top. That's a lot. Too if he's not, if he's not, if he's not number one, he's definitely within the top three, I believe. Yeah, uh, Singletary's probably up there. Uh, who's the um, running back for the Raiders? Um, Josh Jacobs. Yes, those those are bad. Oh boys. wow, Nick Chubb's at number one. I'm just doing Chubb, based on yards. Six forty nine. That's right. Chubb Chubbs. was first. Saquon is two six sixteen. Nobody's in five hundred. Josh Jacobs ought to be crossing that. He's at four ninety. Miles Sanders mm-hmm. at four eighty five, and Lamar Jackson four fifty one. That's crazy. A freaking quarterback. Jackson. Wow. It ain't never crazy when a quarterback got to run. Now. I, you know, I'm from Atlanta. I'm used to that. <laughs> I'm used to that right there. That ain't nothing new right there. And we had running backs. Don't forget, we had the we had the DVD back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So I know about yeah, I know about running. Yeah, TJ Duckett. Yeah, work done. TJ Duckett from yeah. Michigan State, and of course uh, Mike Vick. But yeah, that's that's your rushing right there. Saquon Barkley is uh, ranked two in yards. Right, right. I mean, you know, a name that's uh, missing from that, or two names that are missing, 
Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor for different reasons, of course. Jonathan Taylor, injuries. Um, he's out with an ankle. He might be back for this weekend's Colts and Titans game. And Derrick Henry, uh, just because a lot of uh, differences in terms of the line, but he mm-hmm. has gotten progressively better each game. He's ranked that's 10 in rushing right now. Ranked 10, 408 yards yeah, on 104 carries, five touchdowns. But that's low for him, though. That's, that's low. very low. Because So I, I will say this, though. They learn he how has to been stop better in the passing games. game. <laughs> he's been better in the passing game. Okay, honestly, okay. People have ever imagined him being. What you mean? He's catching outside of He's catching passes. He's catching passes this year. That's yeah, good. he catches it. He's uh, they're actually uh, the the game, the second game where they're trying to get him going. Mm-hmm. They actually the first play of the game, they faked the pass to him, ran a little screen, caught that when they got up the field, and that just basically kicked off the offense for the game. So he's actually coming out. He ain't running like you know crazy routes. No. Okay, he, you know this. He's, he's still six four, two fifty. Right. He ain't running them type of routes. But looking like a tight end. He'll come out, you know, run out, turn around, catch the little, you know, how the, you know, running yeah. backs like the safety valve. He'll catch that okay. round. But then by the time he gets turned around and get up the field, he's got like oh. 10 yards right there. So, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That, um, that is definitely a different way to using him because we all know what the plan is going to be giving him the ball. Hey, you can't run him, run him, run him all the time. He's going to risk getting an injury. But popping him out and having the defense on their toes and trying to figure out what's going on. That could definitely work to their advantage. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, he's basically their best weapon right now. But I will say, keep an eye on the young tight end, Mr. Chig Aponku, rookie out of Maryland. Okay. He's definitely uh, making some things happen. Should have had a touchdown last week if he had just dropped his knee instead of trying to tap, toe tap in the back of the end zone. But, hey, dude is uh, is, is, is supplanting uh, Austin Hooper right now as, as being the, the best tight end for the Titans team. Did you say yeah, Austin Hooper? Yeah, did you say Austin Hooper? I know that I know that name is pretty synonymous with uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Damn, best tight end we had <laughs> after Algie Crumpler, Tony Gonzalez, who he should have sent his ass back to the Chiefs. No, I'm just talking yeah, trash. Yeah, he, he claimed he was a Falcon for his uh, for his Hall of Fame speech. We don't want nothing to do with him, man. <laughs> but uh, we got to go back real quick, Mike. We got I got to go back to Sunday, October the 9th, and I'm going uh, the Falcons Buccaneers game. The the play. Because I was not in front of a TV. I was uh, here in Atlanta. Uh, we have our Terrible state call. fair. So I'm at the state fair, and I get a text message in a sports group that I'm in, and, and they just going off. And I'm like, okay, what the <laughs> hell are y'all talking about? Like, I'm not watching the game. I'm not listening. I'm trying to do the family thing. We at the fair. Got a funnel cake. Then I get on Twitter, and I see this this a uh, normal a uh, normal rush Terrible. of a defensive uh, lineman, a sack. And then they threw a flag for roughing the passer, and he had the ball in his hand. I thought you could only be rough. The, the passer going to be rough when they throw the ball, and you don't really just hit the hell out of they behind for no apparent reason. Like you had about three seconds in that time to hit him, and you decided to hit him. But he got sacked. An NFL called roughing the passer. Okay, I, I, I need to. I, I gotta blame Miami. I gotta blame Miami for it because uh-huh. if you saw the hit on two of the first hit on him, yeah, when he's he no really way he should have been, been, not, he been in the game. Yeah, they seen. I saw him stumble and fall. That right there is the indication he got to come out. I don't care what he's saying. He's got to be checked out thoroughly, and they put him back in the game. They put him back in the game hurt. and brought him back next week. Uh, brought yeah. him back well, the I, next week. Well, if I can touch on that subject, yeah. uh, you know, did a little bit of investigating and talking around about that one. And the main person who is at fault there, which everyone seems to jump over, 
is the independent investigator because oh, he's yeah. the first person that actually checks him out. He's the one that approves him to go back in the game mm. to begin with. So everybody's jumping on the Miami Dolphins staff. You shouldn't have let him go back in the game. All of them should be fired. This is, I'm like, okay, did you not see the independent guy actually? Oh, his decision of clearing him overrides the teams. You know, like people people are missing that one and being so quick to blame the team, which I know. The Miami Dolphins are not necessarily the most likable team because of their owner. I know that. But, I mean, honestly, that that's where it starts in terms of that entire investigation. But, um, you know, getting back to the rough and the passer call. Um, well, hold on, hold that. But explain explain that position for I, me. I'm gonna don't we have it. a trainer? Don't you it. got trainers, team doctor? I, I, didn't, I don't know what an independent investigator is. What is that? Okay, the in, NFL actually hired independent uh neurologists to actually be on the sidelines of games. Okay. They they basically pay them to be there and to check out people, mm -hmm. you know, concussions, things like that. They should or shouldn't go back in the game. That independent neuro neurologist is the one that actually checked Tua out, mm -hmm. not the Miami Dolphins doctor. Okay. Oh, okay. When he approved it, he cleared it because he overrides them at all decisions. He overrides them in terms of mm -hmm. that decision to put him back in the game. Okay. So basically, the independent neurologist is the one that's the most at fault because he, he he initially cleared him to begin with. And if a team is is you know being told, hey, he's cleared to go back in the game, do you think they're really going to say, oh no, you can't go back? No, 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 they're gonna put him in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that was wicked. But to Mike's point about the rough and the passer, because it happened the next day as well when we were playing the Raiders, Talk, mm -hmm. speak on that. Now, I got a little more uh, background mm -hmm. Monday night because they were explaining it further, and I wasn't watching the Falcons-Buccaneers game, but because I was watching us play, um, they kind of explained it further, and I still think that it was a, a terrible call on both ends, um, especially since uh, Chris Jones pretty much – grabbed the ball, braced himself on the ground, and didn't necessarily land on Derek Carr. But, you know, the decision still stood. So talk to us about that. Okay, well, the first one I'll talk about is the got to talk about the one in the, the Buccaneers-Falcons game. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, that one wasn't a, a rough in the passer. That was, you know, with the, the way Jerome Boger, which, you know, if he's refereeing your game, you do you might want to cover your eyes just a little bit because he's synonymous for making calls that make you scratch your head. But that's another story for another day. Um, <laughs> but the way he viewed that call was is that he landed his weight on top of him. But, you know, I didn't see that at all because in the NFL, now what they've got is, is if, you, if you tackle or sack a quarterback, you can't drop all your weight on him. So in that instance, I guess he viewed it as dropping weight on him, which I really didn't see that at all. And it was a bad call. Yeah. Now, as far as the Kansas City one, I got a little different perspective on that. Okay. Now, as far as that one, you know, he got the sack. He stripped the ball. I understand that part of it. But the part of it is that we're not seeing. We're, we, get to, we get the advantage of seeing all the different angles on that play. The referee doesn't get that. It's a bang-bang call. So if he's stacking a quarterback and they're falling, you know, you're asking a 330-pound man to, to fall off to the side. And then if he puts his hand down, is really his hand going to stop 330 pounds or 40 pounds from landing on somebody? It really is. Absolutely not. So in that instance, that's where I got the rough and the faster call. So, you know, I, I, I get it. It doesn't look great. But in terms of the, you know, the interpretation of the rule, 
I get why they got the rough in the passer call. Do I like those rough in the passer calls? No, I'm a former defensive player all the way through college. I don't like those calls, mm-hmm. but it's essentially what we have this day and age. You're gonna, you know, protect the quarterback at all costs is basically the rule of the game. It's gonna be the new. It's gonna be like practice. Don't touch the red jersey. Stay up. Like <laughs> they're gonna eventually take away the sack of quarterback, or you gonna have to like touch them. Like you ain't got to tackle them to the ground because they want to protect the quarterback. Two hands um, up. So much. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it does take away from them because who don't like to see a defensive end work a tackle and get back there to the quarterback? Exactly. Maybe strip and the who ball don't like to see some the of these quarterbacks go down that you just don't yeah. like? You'd be like, ooh, what? he got sacked. How often have you seen Tom Brady get sacked? Listen, I've been looking for that man to get plastered for years. And it very it's been a rarely happened. It's been a minute. They've been showing that clip, yeah. though. They've been showing that clip since that uh, game. I think they was playing the Bills. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the first season or second Wait, season. Nate Clement. Nate Clement came off the corner and yeah. just blasted him. He blasted him. Yes. That was but, early, I, early, early. But I will tell you this, though. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady did get fined for that for that play. Did y'all know that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he got fined for that one. I think it was like 10, no. 10K for like the kick. For, for kicking, for kicking yeah. Grady Jarrett. He got yeah. fined for kicking Grady Jarrett. I'm Jared. glad they did something. Because I seen that. I was like, damn, they going to call rough in the passer, but he just kicked this man. Yeah. Funny to me. It can't be cracking up laughing. Man. <laughs> it did. <laughs> We're gonna move past that. We're gonna move past that. Talk about the show, man. Touring the AFC South. How, how did that come about? Honestly, uh, it came about with me just kind of uh, looking around. I noticed that no one is really talking about the AFC South. Yep. I live in Nashville. I see the Titans all the time. I see the Colts. I see the Jaguars. The Texans. Kind of put two and two together. Noticed that on Google. I actually did a Google search to look and see if there was any AFC South shows. There was like one. So I was like, well, okay, cool. This is my lane right here. Let me go ahead and drive in this one. So that's why I came up with touring the AFC South and kind of, uh, you know, still working on getting a logo and stuff like that. But, you know, eventually we'll get that and, you know, maybe weave in a car within that. But, yeah, that's how it kind of came about. And from there, just uh, got on, started talking sports, kind of figured out how to kind of craft my script to where the show would flow a lot better mm-hmm. and then the guests started rolling in you know i started looking at my phone and all the numbers i had in my phone and people mm-hmm. i knew and i was like why am i not using these people and bringing them on my show so started reaching out to the freddie coleman's the mike hills the um the jamel hills i actually i, I connected with jamel hill so i don't have jamel hill number. Okay. i had jamel hill on my show uh let's see who else? Let's see. I've had a bunch of different people on my show. I had uh, Ben Troop. It was a former uh, former uh, tight end for the Titans as well. That, was, that show was a blast. But yeah, I've had plenty, plenty of people on my show just kind of using the, the resources I have around me to kind of build shows around the people that I want to bring on. Even if it's not a person that talks about the AFC South, I can still craft a show that can still talk about the AFC South, but still kind of keep them in their lane. It kind of be the Chris Paul of the, of the show, kind of, you know, set them up for the shot, basically. Yeah. Okay, talk about your guests. Who who, who you had on so far? Like, we we'll, we'll mention, you know, Mike Hill I've had on the show. I've had... You talked uh, about that in the text. I, I was going to make a joke about that. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> he, he going no, through man, right that's, now. That, 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 <laughs> that's, that's my guy right there. That's my guy. No, Freddie Coleman. Okay. I've had on. Let's see. Had Jamel. Oh, I mentioned Jamel. Um, I've had uh let's see. Guy that covered the uh Jacksonville Jaguars, John Reed. 
he were just recently retired. So the guy that replaced him is now stepped in as well. But um, let's see. I had uh, a guy that covers the actual uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I had him on a few weeks ago. Yep, he talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had him on a couple weeks ago. I got that one. Uh, I got that one saved. So I have to go back. Like I have to save things because there'd be so much going on, and then mm-hmm. I have to like break out time to like sit and watch. I'm gonna get to that one this week though. Yeah, but a lot of times what I end up doing is this is my drive time. Uh, my drive time listens to podcast basically. Listen, so. when I drove home <laughs> last week, I didn't listen to no music, and I usually listen to like a couple songs. It was straight podcast the whole time. Twelve hours there, twelve hours back. Just podcast after podcast because that's really the only time when I used to drive all the time. I had a lot more time to listen, but that drive time is perfect to listen to them things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then in other places, a plane. Just download all of them. You yep. can just let them roll out from the plane. Exactly. But exactly. yeah, I've definitely had a, a quite a few guests from all around the country. Uh, you know, of course, I don't know if you're familiar with Ashley Baker. I've had, had Ashley Baker on the show, which uh, you know about nothing but sports is her podcast. You know, she's had Joy Taylor. And she's on. Uh, she, um, what's her Twitter name? What's her Twitter name? Oh, you know Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Be, hey, <laughs> but you know what? Her predictions. Her predictions sometimes. She be spot on. She when I say spot mm-hmm. on, spot on, man. That should be killing. I think I just saw. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I think I may have just saw follow her. I think she said we was gonna be two and five. So I had to let her negativity go. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think that was her that said that. And I'm like, I nah, not, man. You gotta go. You gotta. She, go. Might, she might have, but she probably was messing with Mark. Uh, Mark probably. She probably was messing with Mark. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mark is from the crib. He, uh, we went to opposing HBCUs, so we'll, you know, kind of banter back. Um, and I saw you talk to him. I said, "Oh yeah, Mark and uh, Mike then linked up." Yeah, I know what time it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's kind of a little bit of a list of, of uh, people I've had. Oh, of course, I've had Warren Moon on a couple of times. So yep. I, I can't, I can't forget that. That's legendary. He'll be in town this weekend, man. Yeah, when he came to play for the Chiefs, man, we were so excited. Uh, Granted, he was out of his prime by then, but the fact that we had a black quarterback coming to play for the Chiefs was um, was monumental to us, you know, because at that time there were very few black quarterbacks. You know, you had him, you had the Randall Cunningham, you had the Cardell Stewart. It was not, it wasn't very many. Michael Vick hadn't even come around yet. Um, right. So to for us and our pick part of the country to have a, a black quarterback, especially somebody like Warren Moon to come in against City, but we was too excited to have it, regardless on if he gonna play long or not. And I think he was only there for like one year. He probably didn't even play that much. And he was there, and then he, I think he played in Seattle after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, going back home to finish his career. Well, back home in terms of. Where he played college ball, you know he's from LA, so yeah, yeah. They kind of revolutionized the game. Um, when you look back at, even how you look at how quarterbacks play today, especially the mobile quarterbacks, like that was like freaking Randall Cunningham was light years before his time. Light years. Now everybody is playing with that same tenacity, the arms, the footwork. Like that's yeah. the, that's what you want to see. Randall don't get enough credit. I, like you said, we went through that wave, and we had right. so we had we had the and these were some big guys, like you said, uh, from 
Warren Moon, Doug Williams, but Dante Culpepper, Donovan McNabb, Cordell Stewart, big guys. But then that, just like you said, Randall Cunningham, then that Michael Vick. And now look at these guys now. They 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 barely six feet. If they are six feet, maybe six one. Cause I think Lamar Jackson, he he about six one, ain't he? About six feet, six one. Well, he's definitely over. He's over six foot, sure. But I mean, <laughs> but just the the mobility is exactly what we used to see growing up to Randall Cunningham. I I gotta agree with that one. I definitely gotta agree with that one. You're gonna see a shorter quarterback next year in the NFL. <laughs> Who? That'd be Bryce Young, Alabama. Oh, you know, well, they say they say he's six foot tall, but nah, that man probably about five ten. You know, he reminds me of. And I look at him and all the time, and I look, and he, he doesn't look like him per se, but he just mm-hmm. reminds me of him. He reminds me of Rev and the. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! Remember, yeah, remember the, the Titans. Titans? That's what he That's reminds hilarious. me. Of. Every time I look at him, <laughs> like Eagles, y'all. Like Eagles, y'all. <laughs> no, there was a when we were um, kind of watching quarterbacks transition and the play. There was a standard at one point. You know, you had to be of certain height because you had to get the ball over your offensive line. How has that changed now? Have defensive linemen gotten shorter? Have they changed up the style of play? What's going on there? Well, a couple different things. Um, one thing you have throwing lanes. Uh, that's that's one thing that uh, is still out there. Um, people don't pay attention to it as much, but you know you have quarterbacks stepping up and then they're throwing lanes to your left and your right immediately, maybe like, mm, I wouldn't say 45 degrees, but maybe about 20 to 30 degrees to the left or right. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have... Um, Quarterbacks there are, are more on the move these days, and okay. then with the play action, you kind of, you know, you kind of basically have spots you throw to. Not necessarily for the receiver, but the receiver's supposed to be in a certain spot. You have that too. So those are kind of a few different ways. And getting a quarterback on the move is definitely probably one of the top ways because you know you change the launcher point one, you stress the defense too, and then you make it easier for him to see the entire field or at least a quarter or a half of the field. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Let's get into it. It's week seven. <laughs> it's week seven. The Titans, they're going to they gonna win the AFC South. They're going to win it. Honestly, I didn't pick them to win the AFC South to start the year. Who you pick? To be honest. I actually picked the Colts, but, you know, yeah. the Colts are, 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 are looking great either. So, you know, it's like both of them are like, Amen. okay, which one of y'all what? is like, you know, you have the game, you go, now you go first, now you go first. That's what it kind of <laughs> seems like between both of them right now, but. You know, I, I'll say this. You know, I'll still stick, stick with the Colts pick, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans win the division. I mean, I thought the Jags were going to do something at first, but then now they've lost three straight, and I don't know what's going on. They did get up to a nice start. What is offensive line at for Matt Ryan? They said he had a line. I was like, oh, my boy going to have a line this year. <laughs> <laughs> any, any any Indianapolis Colts fan that uh, that you know, they, they definitely were saying, no, they're not going to have a line. <laughs> and the reason why they weren't going to have a line is because they let a few guys go. Then they lined up Matt Fryer at offensive tackle, which mm-hmm. he catches more heat than any offensive lineman on that team. Really? They said either he needs to move into right guard or left bench is what I've heard directly, directly about him. So that's the issue. They have three guys that are consistent starters, and then the other four guys, two guys, you're just like, okay, cool. And those three guys are, uh, you've got uh, the center, Kelly, You've got Quentin Nelson, and then you got Braden Smith. And then the other two, they're still trying to figure out who those other two are. But I will say, they do have Dennis Kelly, the uh, the veteran, 
they, they put in an offensive tackle, left tackle, and they liked what he did. So he's going to get to start this week and replace the rookie Raymond that's out there. So that would be interesting. He's going against his old team, the Titans. That will be fun for him. <laughs> All right. I always think, I always be curious, like, what's that like? You get traded from a team, and then you have to go play him. Like, are you there giving, you know, organization secrets? Like, <laughs> hey, he can only roll out to his right. So just be right there. You can stop more. This guy can't catch on the light. I wonder if they do that. Like, yeah, I think you got a player oh, yeah. too that do oh, that. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That is, that I know is who, Julio ain't thing. give a damn thing. With. <laughs> yeah, I know he ain't <laughs> nothing. But yeah, I know some players oh. out there. I know it is. I already know. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, Julio a ahead. couple years removed. So yeah, I, I, yeah I, no. even if he was telling something, he he, he might be wrong. Like he may be right. Like you know, like a you know, twelve like, like a bro clock is right every now and then. He might have been right on, on some Twice things. <laughs> they ain't got time for Julio. It's week seven. It's week seven. Who you We're got, talking. Mike? Who you picking? You're talking. Uh, well, we, it's Wednesday. Cause we we can do this now. It's, it is Wednesday, so this show gonna air Friday as it always does. Uh, I just want to do a quick prediction. Me and Q were talking about this off air. Uh, Saints mm-hmm. and Cardinals, because by the time this show airs, it's gonna be a winner. Uh, Q want to see the Saints. I am the biggest Kyler Murray fan. Um, who you taking? Oh boy! Well, both teams are, are definitely interesting and not in good right. ways. That's uh, the Cardinals can't the, Car- the Cardinals can't start fast, and the the Saints just can't create enough offense. You know, the only way they're going to be able to create offense is put Taysom Hill back there and move him around. Unless unless Jameis Winston plays, Jameis Winston plays, then I'm like, okay, cool. They might mm-hmm. have a better chance because I'm not on the Andy Dalton train. No, no, I don't. I mean, nah. So. If uh, James Winston plays, I'll take the Saints. If not, I'll take the Cardinals. The Cardinals, though, they're going to do it in dramatic fashion. They're going to mess around and get down by about 14, 17 points, and they come back in the second half and win the game. All right. All right. Say what he said. Who your top games this weekend? That's what Q was talking about. Well, we already talked about one off air, of course, obviously. Is that would be the Chiefs and the 49ers. That's definitely going so to they, be a big game. That definitely Potential is. Super Bowl contenders. Four, in both four, 425 games. kickoff time. And they are in, uh, what are they at, in San Francisco? Kansas City. No, they're in Kansas City. They're in San Francisco. Francisco. I'm sorry. They are in San Francisco. Because the reason why I know they're in San Francisco is because John Harbaugh is actually coming back and actually going to be at the side at this game because they're honoring the 2012 team. Okay. Oh, nice. And see, I knew because um, uh, Shy, that's his team, and I told him, man, we should have flew out to catch that game. But yeah, that should be good. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not concerned. <laughs> Shout I out to Shy. Play. It's his birthday on Wednesday. This Wednesday. Yeah. Shout out to Shy. Uh, Forty nine. He, he hit me back when I sent him my little <laughs> thing he and I group text. I just want to put that out there. Shy <laughs> gonna listen to this show, especially when it's getting edited. He didn't hit me back in the group text after the Falcons 49ers game. I just want to put that out there. I just wanna, he, he ain't going to. I just want to say that because I don't talk I trash. I know his hurt. I don't talk. He's from here. Mike, this thing though, I don't talk trash. They, they, when I say they trash talk, we had we had a BEB meeting <laughs> just to get together, right? <laughs> and when I say we couldn't even start the meeting with Q and Shy going back. They, they are already fraternity brothers. Uh, but going, and then their birthdays, uh, what your birthday was? Seven, how many days apart? My, Four or five days apart? Six days apart. Six days apart. And when I say they were going back and forth, and usually Ron, shout out to Ron, because he's a Titans fan. Usually Ron, he'll get in there. But the Titans ain't look so great. So that that's the first time I ever seen Ron just <laughs> sit his ass 
out of the, the conversation. <laughs> and I just sat there and I watched, because I don't say nothing. Anytime they say something about the Falcons, I said, listen, I already know what my life is with these dirty birds. <laughs> I, yeah. I ain't got nothing else to talk about. But them two, you yeah, I just want to say that Shy didn't hit me back in our little uh, group text and stuff. And then this thing, I was down at the tailgate and he was at the game. I said, maybe they'll walk around here. <laughs> You know, oh. they said, oh, Mike, I had to tell you, where y'all at? They, they didn't text me back. Ain't nobody hit me mm-hmm. back, nothing. I had I sent a video of my drink. Nothing. Ain't going to. Not going to. <laughs> Phil is too hurt. It's going to be hurt even more. I'm not worried about that. This is a game. Them. Chiefs are I watched uh, them play this two in the AFC <laughs> right now. 49ers are fourth in the uh, NFC. I'll say this. You know, this, this will be a game. If the 49ers are to win this game, It'll be running the football. That'll be the big thing. Run okay. the football, and then throw your throw your explosive plays in there with uh, Debo and Ayuk. Ayuk, sorry. Yeah, you throw those two things in. I think it'll be a closer game than what some may think it may be. Yeah, it'll it won't be, be a blowout. I, I still think at home the 49ers will find a way. Defensively, I think their pride was hurt last week. So, and then plus Nick Bosa will probably be back this week too. So. That, okay. that was huge too. We beat his brother. We'll beat him too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched us play. Like I was two games. I was concerned about. And we won and one in those two games. I was concerned about us playing the Chargers the first time because they got our number. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up squeaking that game out. And then I was like, uh, the Bills are tough. I've watched their defense and they are amazing. But they only build us about four points with three of our defensive starters out. So after that, I'm almost like, listen, I don't care about none of these teams. I'm ready to run through everybody. I already told them, listen, we are running through the NFC West. I don't care who your team is, but we're going to sweep all of y'all. So, I mean, uh, San Fran, I think, would be our biggest challenge. Um, the Rams is going to be tough only because they got uh, 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 Aaron Donald coming nah. up. You don't think Ram, so? Rams, Ram, Rams are probably going to be easier because here's the thing. Besides Aaron Donald, who's rushing the passer? Nobody. Exactly. Leonard Floyd's pay, getting paid all them millions to just yeah. run track out there on that one. <laughs> Basically. So I am excited about this game. Um Simply because it's a Super Bowl repeat. Yeah. Uh, 49ers is a historic team. I've always liked them in one shape or another. Um, but with I'm it being my brother, and that's liked. his team. Never liked. Uh, with the competitive <laughs> spirit, like I, I, you know, shit, they the enemy this time. I was like, shit. Mike, I'm gonna send you screenshots of these text messages. I'm gonna send you screenshots of these text messages when they get started. I'm gonna screenshot every last one and I'm gonna uh, send them to you. I'm gonna say, this is what I'm going through right now. This is what I have to go through every weekend. Every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, as far as another game, of course, big game to me, I would say the Colts and the Titans because that's for supremacy of the AFC South right there. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's homecoming weekend. Warren Moon will be in town. Uh, more likely, Keith Bullock will be here. Eddie George, all those guys, uh, Derek Mason, they'll all be in town to watch this Titans team. And if they don't win this game in front of them, I'm pretty sure they're going to be visiting the locker room. And then all, I do have to say, uh, major props to uh, Delaney Walker uh, That's his retirement this week nice. And his retirement ceremony So I got to sell major props for him But he'll probably be there too And he's probably going to be talking to Chick Quanku Giving him tips and pointers Okay, you had Keith Bullock on your uh, show what? Last week, t- two weeks ago? Yeah, I had him on last week What are you talking about? 
Man, Keith is cool, man. Keith, you know, he actually works with uh, TSU, the Big Blue Network. Okay. He actually does call. Yeah, so he does. Uh, Chris Sanders actually calls radio games, too. He's a former former Titans wide receiver. Nice. And uh, and they, I think Brad Hopkins is involved, too. And he's the, uh, he's, of course, former uh, Titans offensive lineman. Okay. Who else you looking at this weekend? Go, go. On. So you looking at the Falcons and the Bengals? This is a boring week. I ain't gonna lie. I'm actually looking at the Falcons <laughs> and the Bengals. I'm actually looking at that game to be honest. I'm looking at the Falcons and the Bengals because I mean the Falcons are, are you know doing better than I thought they would do. Marcus Mariota is doing better than I thought he would do, Absolutely. and the defense actually is looking better than I thought they would. So it's going to be an interesting challenge for the Cincinnati Bengals this week, and you know Plenty will probably look at me like I'm crazy. How are they going to beat them without Cordero Patterson? How they do this? How they do that? They figure out ways to win, and if uh, Mariota takes care of the football, that gives them a very good chance to win all games. That help anybody not turn mm-hmm. the ball over. Hey man, yeah, you know Mariota's been known for it though. I he like known for that bad turnover at the wrong time. Oh, my oh he gosh. he been doing it. That that was the the first uh what three three losses. But the, the I think the thing I'm loving at this team, uh, I love Coach Smith. Um, I, I just think with his personality, he just don't give a damn to me. Like he, I'm not out here nope. to be nobody nope. friend. I am your coach. Y'all gonna play, or you can get the hell away from me, or this, that, and the third. And then I think with uh, our defensive coordinator, Coach Pease, I think he's bringing that old school because every now and then he'll still play this conservative Falcons defense. We've had defensive-minded coaches. Uh, I think the last coach that didn't play conservative defense, but he just didn't have – the manpower, in my opinion, for the defense and the scheme that he ran here in Atlanta and the scheme that he's known for is the the legendary Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips runs the same defense that Coach Pease is running, that that 3-4 flat-out defense, but that there we, we didn't have the manpower with uh, Wade Phillips that we have with uh, Coach Pease. But I'm like, at this point, he's blitzing. He don't give a damn. I mean, they get the first down, playing man-to-man or get beat. He like whatever. We we gonna come back and get you next go around, and that's it. I, I'm loving it. Like just just do it. You, you either gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. Just be all in, and that's the one thing I'm loving with uh Coach Pease. And he he old as hell anyway. I mean I co- he got to be yeah. coaching like 50 years. I know it's been like man, 50 him and, years. Nah, I was gonna say man, him and uh, him and uh, you know all the old former presidents probably went to high school together. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's old. That's old. But uh, I will say that, uh, you know, the one thing that the Titans and the Falcons have in common is a lot of different players, a lot of coaches. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, just signed, what, Michael Pruitt? He was the former tight end for the Titans last year. Hey, I man. mean, I'm looking at the team. Y'all probably got 10 or 11 former Titans. Arthur said, I'm finna go. And the defensive coordinator. Arthur said, I'm finna go. <laughs> he, he said, Dean, you want a job? I can pay some more money. <laughs> Dean said, I got it. And then we just started signing players, man. But I, I'm excited about Atlanta. I'm not looking. You know, most people, we, you know how them Falcons fans do. We going to the Super Bowl. Slow your damn roll. Slow down. down. Mariota <laughs> didn't come in town to be a Hall of Famer. He he came in town. And, I mean, he is skilled. But, uh, of course, again, he, he going to turn that ball over. But hopefully um, he doesn't. You got any other games this weekend? Because, like I said, it's, it's a it's a boring weekend. It's a couple of hits and yeah, other than that. Pretty bad one. Texas pretty Raiders. One. Texas Raiders. Anybody looking at that game? Nobody cares? No. no. Well, <laughs> Texas fans and Raiders fans, that would be mostly. Now, I'll, I'll keep an eye on them, of course, obviously. But other than that, no. Even the odds aren't as close this week on some of these games. Like, it's like a touchdown or more. On quite a few of them. Yeah. 
don't know if you guys play the you know the best or anything, but no, no, I don't have I don't have big money like y'all got. Man, please. No, 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 y'all, that, that ain't, that ain't, y'all is not in that. No, I'm not in that either. <laughs> uh, I told you, Mike, I'm gonna send you screenshots of this uh, of this group tech that I'm in. I'm telling you, they got they got big money. Uh, I, I I check out Houston every now and then. Uh, Jonathan Grenard, his uh, dad, rest in peace, uh, was a family friend, um, like an uncle to me from uh, Atlanta. So I, I definitely uh, try to keep up with uh, Jonathan. Has he been out? Because I think he was out of game or two. Yeah, he was season. injured. He, yeah. he was injured. Yeah, yeah, I think it was an ankle, I believe. Shoot, that, that ankle, that's what keeps tearing him up right there. Hey, whatever it is, he, he got to get back out there because they got another guy that's leading him in sex this year. And, uh, you know, he, he don't want to get his spot to it. Hey, he can come home. <laughs> he can come home. We, we need another rush out there. Jonathan, come on home when you hit his show. <laughs> All right, Mike, how can yeah. they follow you, man? Talk, talk, Plug the show. I plugged it earlier, but you definitely got to plug it. How can they follow you? You still writing, Sports Awakening. Well, just tell it all. Tell it all. This your show. This well, your we'll show. Randy not here to tell us what to do. None, none <laughs> right. of the women are here to get on her side and to try to tell us even more what to do. And you not already talk about the Titans because Ron don't be knowing. He don't know. <laughs> he don't know. Every time we talk about Derrick Henry, he be like, Derrick Henry, and we be like, Who? The Hulk, he ain't doing that good. We said what we said. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, Sports Awakening is no more. But, you know, there may be something else coming around. But I do. Uh, Touring the AFC uh, South. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. But yeah, I do some freelance journalist work for the Tennessee Tribune. I do write for the NABJ uh, Black News and Views website. Nice. I actually am. Uh, I, I do sports history and black on that website. That That's me. <laughs> so Monday through Friday. You, you, your sports history pack, I'm going to give you that. So, uh, do that. And then also, of course, the Nashville Voice, eventually that'll get back rolling too. Uh, and as far as uh, podcasts for the AFC South, I do four to five podcasts a week now. Yeah, I used to do two, start out with one, start out with two. Now, during football season, doing four and sometimes five. I, I busted out feature ones now on uh, particular players that I think are like, okay, cool. I can do a whole episode talking about that. Did one on Taylor Lewan, did one when he got injured. I did one on Shaquille Griffin, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the guy that got beat by Alec Pierce on that touchdown with this falling ground. Yeah, I did one on him, too. And Jags fans were tearing him up <laughs> on, on Twitter. So. Oh, yeah, y'all so, check yeah, that one out. That's uh, Shaq Griffin's Jacksonville career could be sunsetting soon. That's the name yep. of the show. You are you already got people attention right there. Yep. Yeah, gotta gotta do what I can to kind of get them all real. Then, of course, you know Jacksonville fans were loving that episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, as always, we uh, appreciate you. Uh, like I said, we we are settled now. Beb back being settled because we've been rocking for a couple years. We appreciate you, and we uh, definitely gonna have you back on. Like I said, it's just week seven. Uh, playoff picture could change. Uh, of course, this big game, Chiefs number two. In the AFC, 49ers are number four in the NFC. And then, of course, we talked about the Falcons and the Bengals. And they, the fact that the Falcons are in the hunt, they are in the hunt already. That's in the bubble. And, of course, the Bengals, I think they're ranked eight, eight in the uh, AFC. Falcons are nine. So we're going to see. we definitely going to see. And I'm going to send you these damn screenshots. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. I'm going to say, that's Q talking. <laughs> and they're going to have a Q back. And then the other one going to say shot. I'm going to say, that's shot talking. And when I say they're going to be talking some, some major shit, 
they, that's what they're gonna be doing. <laughs> and I'm gonna just drink and watch. And then every time somebody scores a touchdown, I'm supposed to be together. I'm gonna put the popcorn. I'm, I'm gonna put the uh, popcorn thing. Okay, well y'all Facetime so we can see. Anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got? Anything cute before we get out of here, man? Nah, man, Mike. I appreciate you, man. It's been too long um, for reasons outside of our own, man. But I'm definitely glad to to have you back. It's always a pleasure to see and hear from you. When I get on, I get a notification. I'm always curious what my notifications are, but when they say Mike P and you didn't added us for some promo shit, I'm like, oh hell yeah. Like, retweet. <laughs> exactly. New episode. Sure like, retweet. Them. That's it. I'm Absolutely. the same, man. Of course, definitely subscribe to the podcast. I'm a Spotify and an Apple Podcast guy. And I'm definitely subscribed on uh Apple Podcasts. So I, I get the notifications. And we on yes, camera, sir. see? I get them. I get them right there. There yes, it is. Sir. We, yes. we fans <laughs> for real, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey, thank you all. Thank you all for having me on. All right, no man. Problem. It's been another episode of Black Educated and Broke. Mike P. Touring the AFC South. He's a 49ers fan. Q's a Chiefs fan. We'll talk about that next time Mike get on the show. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to Black Educated and Broke on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Player FM, and SoundCloud.